changes are coming to your electric bill. Again, San Diego Gas and Electric is asking for the California Public Utilities Commission to make a series of changes that will affect ratepayers. They're looking to end seasonal pricing as well as setting the rate for the next several years. Both of these moves set the framework for how your energy bill is calculated each month. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Rob Nikolaski, you cover energy for the Union Tribune. And there's been lots of news coming out from San Diego Gas and Electric. Let's start with the news that you wrote yesterday about the changing with the seasonal pricing. What does that mean? Well, basically, it means that they're going to try to level out uh, customers' bills throughout the calendar year. But in the end, it doesn't really make a significant change, and Mm -hmm. here's why. Right now, because during the summertime, there's much more demand on the electrical grid, summer, your bill in the summertime is generally going to be higher than it is in the wintertime. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people have complained about that, especially last year when we had a really sweltering summer. So San Diego Gas and Electric has suggested to the California Public Utilities Commission, made a request saying, we want to be able to get rid of the summer season and the winter season, because right now you get a rate in the winter that's seven months out of the year, November Uh through May, uh, that's slightly lower than the summer rate, which is for five months of the year, and that's from June 1st to October 31st. And how long does it take for this kind of thing to take into effect, assuming that the CPUC says it's fine? If the CPUC approves it, and that's a big if, it hasn't, um, they made the request just yesterday, um, it would go into effect. They want it to go into effect by summer of 2020. Mm-hmm. Now, here's why it makes some bit of a change, but doesn't make an ultimate change. Because what they do is, what they want to do is, uh, they want to level out the fluctuations uh-huh. in your in your bills each month. So, under this proposal that they're making, during the summer months, you would save, a typical customer would save about $7 a month, mm-hmm. uh, or their bills, I should say, their bills would be about $7 lower per month. But they make up for that by charging more during those during those winter months. Mm-hmm. So it's really kind of a wash. They're just kind of rearranging the deck chairs. People are still going to be paying the same sort of rate. It's just that you won't have as significant a spike in the summertime as you had in the past. And it's worth noting in the summertime, people tend to use more electricity for their air conditioners. So you're still going to see a higher bill during the summer. Right. Because the summer rate... There, there's during the summertime you're going to have greater demand on the electrical grid because people are coming home from work, in addition to firing up their appliances that they always do during the summertime they're going to be cranking up the air conditioning more, especially if you live inland. Mm-hmm, certainly, and it's kind of hard to avoid that no matter what you do, even if you you know avoid using it during between like four and nine as they try yeah. to push. I mean, if you live in a place like Valley Center, I mean it's it's hard when mm-hmm. you know or El Cajon or something like that, some place like that where it gets hot in the summertime. So um, are people within SDG confident that the CPUC will say yes to this change? I I couldn't quite get a reading from them. Uh, It might be a little bit of a public relations push because Mm -hmm. SDG&E got a lot of heat, so to speak, last year when the summer was so hot. That's because a high usage charge kicked in and people when people used a lot of electricity. In SDG&E's defense, that high usage charge was put in by the California Public Utilities Commission, not by 
utility. Yeah, so they're kind of stuck between a yes. rock and a hard place when exactly. it came to PR. Yeah, and that, that happens a lot in these things. I mean, SG&E is uh, hardly pure as a driven snow, but all these things have to be approved by the CPUC, and a lot of times they're carrying out mandates that the CPUC tells them to carry out, and th- that can be expensive. Mm-hmm. And also there's something new coming up soon with the rate case where they're going to set rates for the next several years. Why don't you explain how that works? A general rate case is a big deal in the utility business, and the California Public Utilities Commission sends out or makes decisions on how much money they're going to give to a utility in a given year. That's called a general rate case. It's usually a three in three-year increments. So it's 2019, 2020, 2021. On Thursday, the California Public Utilities Commission is going to uh, – it's a schedule to vote on whether or not they will, uh, what kind of general rate case they're going to give to San Diego Gas and Electric. Real quickly, FDG&E proposes a $2.199 billion mm-hmm. for 2019 to cover all their costs for, for, for uh, electricity and natural gas. That's They're proposing an 11% increase. The Utilities Commission administrative law judge, which is like a consultant to the uh, CPUC, they've proposed a little bit less, giving, they proposed giving SDG&E a 5.64% increase. Uh, so on Thursday, the five members of the commission vote. They can accept the ALJs or the administrative law judge, judge's uh, suggestion for 5.6% increase. They can accept the 11% increase at SDG&E has suggested, or they can split the baby in half. We'll see what happens on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And what does this kind of do in the longer term? Like, once it's set, like, what does this mean for, like, ratepayers? It means, well, it, if if they uh, approve a 5% increase, it's going to be, it's going to translate to about a 5% increase in your bills, uh-huh. or 11%, depending on what they, what, what they go forward about. And also, I mean, this stuff is really complicated because you can also make adjustments Mm-hmm. During those three-year periods, if something pops up, so but generally speaking, this is this is a big deal. And also, as a matter of uh, historical fact, in the last general rate case, which was for 2018, 2017, 2016, the Public Utilities Commission not only denied SDG&E's request for more money, they actually cut the amount of money they. That, that they uh, for their uh, for their revenue requirements. So we'll mm-hmm. see what happens this time around. Yeah, and it's worth noting this whole system is because utilities aren't supposed to kind of make money off right. of selling ut- electricity, right? Right. Um, in California, they have something called a decoupling of rates, which means that they're tr- in in an effort to make sure that uh, electric companies aren't making money um, because they want to people to you can. To use more electricity, mm-hmm. what they do is they give them a revenue requirement. They say, "Okay, we estimate that you sh- should be able to run your uh, electrical grid in your particular service territory for X billion of dollars a year. A year, and so that way, the thinking is that that way the utility will meet that requirement and won't go over. They don't have any incentive. They'll try to de-incentivize them saying, okay, well, that's great. We want people to, to use even more electricity because they, the state is trying to move towards having people use conserve more electricity. Mm-hmm. And I imagine it kind of does the opposite thing by preventing like price gouging, right? Yeah, well, that's, that's, the, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. That's the goal is to 
by having a revenue requirement and having a fixed piece of the pie, so to speak, that they, they take away that incentive. Mm-hmm. California is one of the few states that does that. Certainly, and it makes sense given that our environment is perhaps more sensitive in other parts of the country. Yes, and also um, California has lots of mandates in order to try to get to more greener types of, 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 uh, of energy, and so you have to, you have to sp- spend money to do that. Mm-hmm. So as SDG&E is kind of moving to the next phase, getting everything approved, how, how affected is it by the possibility of San Diego County establishing a CCA in the next couple of years? Could that kind of change things for the utility? Yeah, I think so, because uh, San Diego Gas and Electric, now that it was became clear a few months ago that more and more of the uh, cities in the area are going to go to CCA, um, San Diego Gas and Electric has decided that that it would like to. Again, it has to go to the legislature and get mm-hmm. approval. But they would like to get out of the power purchasing business and not be the provider of last resort. Uh, that's a big question whether or not that gets approved, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's lots of steps to that process, too, which even if everything goes smoothly, I imagine a CCA wouldn't be in effect until the middle of next decade, right? Uh, no, it's uh, the CCA, is, I think, uh, it's, wants to be up and running by 2021. Mm-hmm. So Closer it, than you think. It, it, it'll be like a little more than like a year and a half from now. Mm-hmm. Maybe two years. Mm-hmm. And after this discussion, is there anything that you feel ratepayers need to understand about these changes that are kind of going on with San Diego Gas and Electric as they kind of move to this next phase? Well, I think from a fifty thousand foot level, there's just a lot of changes. Period going on in the in the energy sector right now, not just among the utilities, but also among sources of electricity. Um, renewables keep growing. But renewables have a problem with intermittency, mm-hmm. the fact that when the sun doesn't shine, you don't get solar production, and when the wind doesn't blow, you don't get wind production. So it's, it's a rapidly moving and rapidly dynamic mm-hmm. uh, sector that's going to change. And I, I think most people really don't have a great idea, a specific idea of where we're going to end up. They have goals to where, where they want to end up, but how we get there is a, is a big question. Certainly, and establishing an energy grid and keeping it functioning is much more complicated than you know even a conversation like this can truly explain. Yeah, and I, and also people are used to flipping on the switch and getting the lights to come on every mm-hmm. single time. Uh, so you have to be able to manage that grid, do it safely, relatively inexpensively, and it's something that I think a lot of us take for granted. All right, Rob Nikoleski, thank you so much. Thank you. In other business news, the CEO of NTM BuzzTime has stepped down. Ram Krishnan, who ran the Carlsbad-based company that provided tablet-based games to several chain restaurants, left amid shareholder discontent. They indicated frustration over slowing sales and the company's sliding stock prices. The company lost a deal with Buffalo Wild Wings that could have boosted sales, but when B-Dubs was acquired by another company, that deal fell through. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. Try some of our other podcasts, too. Our Ideas and Opinion team hosts The Conversation, which features interviews with newsmakers and experts about San Diego news and issues. Our sports department hosts Hot Lava about all things Padres. To see all of our audio offerings, go to uniontrip.com slash podcasts. Until next time.